Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is now time for Why It Matters. Now, I want you to imagine this. Imagine you're in the early days of running a startup and you need legal advice. You need legal support or perhaps you need to draft some kind of a legal contract. I know what you're thinking. Cost. Now, there is a set of model documents, including contracts and company constitutions, that's available for free to help startups in their early rounds of fundraising. Yeah, it's been launched by the Singapore Academy of Law and the Singapore Venture and Private Capital Association. And these documents are part of the Venture Capital Investment Model Agreements, or VIMA, initiative to support the Singapore government's endeavors to boost Singapore's appeal as a regional hub for startups and venture capital investments. Now, the VIMA project, which was introduced in 2018, has been a useful resource for lawyers, startup founders, even investors, as they prepare the necessary transaction documents for seed funding rounds. So how can a startup make use of these documents? Does it, does it actually replace legal advice? Let's find out more from Gregory Tan, Deputy General Counsel, Legal and Regulatory, Tomasek and Chair, Singapore Academy of Law at VIMA Working Group. Good morning. Gregory. Good morning, Elliot. Thanks a lot for talking to me about this venture capital investment model agreement. I suppose I want to start at the beginning. What was the inspiration for the Singapore Academy of Law wanting to launch this? Well, firstly, the VIMA, as you call it, stands for Venture Capital Investment Model Agreements. It's really a baseline set of documents governed by Singapore law, which are designed for early stage financing to be used as a starting point for negotiation parties. So this set of documents, they were conceived as a pragmatic set of contracts intended to balance the interests of both the investor and the company. And the goal is really to to narrow the scope of open issues and negotiation by the contracting parties to help them reach common ground more quickly, allowing them more time to address and negotiate more bespoke and deal-specific issues and incorporating them into the transaction documents. In terms of traction, right, where are we at right now in terms of the VIMA? I mean, who has benefited? I don't know. Is there a percentage of startups that are aware to turn to this for help? So, as you know, the VMAR is available for free on the website. Uh, We do not track specifically which companies download these uh, forms, but we do know, for example like with the uh, SBCA, there has been 17 downloads Mm. since the launch in 2018. Mm. And likewise, on the uh, the SAL's website, there has been uh, over 30,000 page views. So it's quite extensive. And Mm. anecdotally, we do get a lot of comments from users that these forms have been very useful. Yeah, it definitely sounds very useful. I mean, let's talk about startups. I mean, when we focus on their early days, right, what are some of their unique needs at that point? Well, there are two two stages here. One is the pre-Series A and one is the Series A. So let me start with the pre-Series A first. I mean, challenges are are common. Here you have founders just trying to figure out, you know, if I go partner with someone else to start a business, you know, what are the legal obligations of both of us, for example? There are issues relating to the assets of the company, like intellectual property. Mm. 
there are issues around how do I motivate uh, new joiners. I don't have any money to offer them, but I do have sweat equity. Mm. So what do I tell them? What sort of uh, equity program, you know, stock option program can I put in place later on? So there are all these issues that a very, very early stage company will need to address. And then when you eventually do get to your Series A, there's still a whole host of issues uh, uh, ahead of you. I mean, you are trying to, to now drill down on a business model that works, uh, a concept that will fly with the investors. And of, of course, there is the all-important uh, financing round, your first financing round uh, that, will, that will be needed in order to bring the company forward. Hmm. And now we're at a stage where we've got Vima 2.0. How is this different from the predecessor? So the Vima 2.0 uh, was it's a, it's a, I would consider that as an updated and expanded version of uh, Vima 1.0. Okay. Uh, and why do I say that? Well, uh, what we have in Vima 2.0 is a updated uh, and more comprehensive set of Series A documents. For example, it would include uh, an updated uh, a VC lexicon. Uh, It has updated term sheets, both long and short forms, uh, updated uh, shareholders agreement, subscription agreement. And what we have done here is to provide more annotations and alternative clauses so that parties have a wider choice to choose from. We have also added in new documents to this suite. So you have model constitution for the company. And what, what this does here is after the negotiation of say, shareholders and subscription agreement, some of these provisions need to be extracted and enshrined in the constitution of the, the company, the articles of the company. And this is a tedious process. So what we have done is really to, okay, provide a model constitution that dovetails nicely with the shareholders and subscription agreement. And, uh, and, and so it will make the, the, the process a lot less painful for everybody. We have also added in a convertible note purchase agreement to bridge funding rounds, uh, as well as an employee share option uh, primer uh, uh, for for users to to use. And on top of this, what we have layered over is a what we call a pre-series A document. So when we launched the Beamer back in 2018, the feedback from users are that the, the agreements are very useful, but Users actually asked us if we can have earlier stage documents to address founder issues, IP issues, you know, even simple things like non-disclosure agreements for entrepreneurs to use when speaking to business partners. Mm. So the working group thought that these were excellent comments, but we recognize that startups are all different and they have varying needs. So it's not so straightforward when coming up with a set of standard forms to address the business establishment and operating needs. So, and there were also cost and legal expense yeah. uh, challenges, as, yeah. as you mentioned. So what we tried to do here is to develop some, some basic documents to be used as a building block and a point of reference for founders, startups, when they begin their entrepreneurial journey. With the intent that as the business grows, these basic documents may be superseded by the more complex and sophisticated arrangements in the Beamer Series A suite. So for the pre-Series A uh, set of documents, what you do have, what we have created are really, you know, mutual non-disclosure agreements, right. founders agreement, employee deed of uh, assignment of intellectual property and employee share option plan schedules. So these are the documents for uh, early stage, very early stage 
companies and founders to use. Mm. Gregory, I appreciate that comprehensive explanation of Vima 2.0. And listening to it, right, it's still a lot of documents. I guess it's a good guideline for startups at an early stage, but this in no way actually replaces legal advice. I mean, you could still, you might still need someone to run through the documents and ensure everything is in order. It just saves a bit of costs because you don't need the lawyer from day one. Well, you're absolutely right. This is not a replacement for lawyers. Uh, self-help is a dangerous thing <laughs> in the legal world. What I would advocate is to think of these uh, model agreements as just a starting point for users, for lawyers to consider. We believe they are very well-informed starting point because the documents reflect the market and they are balanced in approach, having been reviewed and looked at by so many law firms, both local and international. So hopefully when using these forms, they will reduce the scope of disagreement, allow the contracting parties to use their time to focus on the business and the issues that matter to them. That's our hope. Gregory, I got to admit, in my simplistic mind, when I was in law school, we used to do part-time fill up, help people fill up bankruptcy form. This is nothing like that. I mean, how do I ensure as a startup that I get maximum impact and value? You know, whilst in the back of my mind knowing I still need at some point to consult a lawyer. You are absolutely right, uh, Elliot, because when you look at these documents, uh, the shareholders agreement is 20 plus pages. You have subscription agreements, 50 plus pages and all the other documents out there. So a little knowledge is a dangerous thing here. But unless you're very familiar with the early stage uh, investment process, as I said, the BIMA forms are best used in tandem with, with legal advice. And your counsel is going to help you zoom in on the matters that need negotiation or further customization. Mm. Uh, but if you are doing your first race, as you mentioned, for maximum impact and value, I think for founders of startups, Reading the BIMA handbook, which was launched back in 2020 to complement the BIMA, reading the handbook would be an excellent start. It touches on typical high-level business issues to consider, and topics there include getting to Series A and what to expect, mm. top five issues from an investor's perspective, five key venture capital deal terms, for example. So these bulletins, written in easy layperson language, should provide a good overview of the issues and process involved. And we also have the BC lexicon, which is mm. part of the BIMA suite. And the lexicon provides an explanation of the terminologies used in BC funding and transaction documents. So they will help the user better navigate these documents when they are, pre- when, when they are prepared. Mm. I mean, there's no point having a suite without doing the homework. You still have to put in the work. It's not, you know, fix it all. Looking, you know, ahead into the future and wider even, what do you hope that these documents can do for the wider entrepreneurship community? It's one thing to have ease, but are we looking at, I don't know, a community where there can be advice offering? Oh, like, you know, I've used this suite before. I can offer you advice as a startup, you know, if it's a younger startup type of thing. Sure, I think there's a lot of mentorship programs that are out there currently mm-hmm. in the BC community. Mm-hmm. Not, le- not so much legal advice, but business advice, you know, especially if you're in the same industry, same sector, there might be typical common business issues that come up. So I would say, yes, uh, these forms uh, would provide a, a baseline for other users who have gone through the process to give tips to the next group of founders who are starting their journey. And we hope that the BIMA suite of documents here will contribute to the vibrancy of the BC, uh, BC ecosystem by making the legal process of BC financing smoother and more cost-efficient 
so that both investors and startups can achieve optimal outcomes with less friction, greater collaboration, and more time to focus on the issues that matter to them. Yeah, and we also have a reputation, right, in terms of our legal framework here in Singapore. It's got good reputation. Thus, this enhances as a bit of a hub, you know, for more startups to come here. Absolutely. I think the widespread adoption of BIMA since its launch in 2018 has certainly been made possible because we have a very strong and reputable and respected judiciary and legal system. And this is also bolstered by national efforts uh, to make Singapore a regional hub for startups and VC investments. All right. I've been speaking with Gregory Tan, Deputy General Counsel, Legal and Regulatory Tamasic and Chair, Singapore Academy of Law, Vima Working Group. Gregory, I appreciate your time this morning. Take care and have a great day. Thank you, Elliot. It's a pleasure to be here. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.